Palm Tree is hiring now for consulting roles across its U.S. offices. You can apply at palmtreellc.com or through the link in the show notes. But why should you care? Palm Tree is a premier M&A consulting and advisory firm that sits at the intersection of strategy, finance, and analytics. The firm looks like a traditional consulting firm from the outside, but it's much more than that, functioning as a one-stop shop to support private equity clients. Palm Tree focuses exclusively on mergers and acquisitions and the private equity investment lifecycle, transactions, transitions, and transformations of businesses. Sound exciting? To learn about open roles and to apply, click the link in the show notes or go to palmtreellc.com. What is profit? How do businesses think about profit? How do you calculate profit in the context of a case interview? Welcome to Strategy Simplified, where twice a week, we bring you updates and tips for case interviews. The consulting industry, including salaries, $100,000 plus job opportunities, and tools to help you upskill for life on the job. Today, we're answering all your questions about profit formulas and structures for case math by sharing a short clip from last year's Case Formulas Intensive led by ex-McKinsey Engagement Manager, Stephanie Knight. The next Formulas Intensive is coming up Wednesday, September 7th from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. The link to get more information and register is at the link in this episode's show notes. We're excited to share this with you today. Make sure to listen all the way to the end as we give away a free consulting prep course and thank a listener for leaving a review for Strategy Simplified on Apple Podcasts. We'll also share how you can enter to win a course of your own. Without further ado, let's dive in. So profit. Uh, you know that in our core case formulas, uh, core case frameworks with Management Consulted, we we have this whole internal world about, hey, when when the when the a problem is internal to the business, uh, at the end of the day, it all comes down to profit and loss, right? We are talking about joining onto companies to consult for profit-driven organizations. When you peel back the layers of the onion, the internal problems of a business come down to impact on profitability, revenues and costs. So what's important to know and understand in this space and what are some formulas that make sense? And I'll give a little bit of distinction about what I think is important at a pre-MBA level versus a post-MBA level. So first upfront, Business basics that you should know. Now, I say that with a grain of salt, because as we go through the answers to these four questions, I'll tell you, you know, the degree to which I think you should actually be familiar with these things. But again, we're, we're going to cover things today, uh, many things at a, at a higher level and not go into super depth, because a lot of these things, I don't think you need to know super depth to. But when we think about how would you learn about the profitability of a certain company? And where would you look? How would you find these things? What are the key reports in which these numbers would exist? And then how do we think about profit? Okay, the key four financial statements for any company, the income statement, the balance sheet, the cash flow statement, the statement of shareholder equity. So if you've never been in like a core finance or you know, financial accounting, financial statements class, then like the, these, these are our four standards, right? And um, we're going to be able to find that the, the, our client organization is going to publish these in different frequencies and in different formats. 
like a 10Q is going to be a quarterly report, 10K is going to be an annual thing, but that is different than the annual report because the annual report is often pretty with pictures and it it's it's for a different audience. But we're going to be able to find, you know, our, our first place is to go to to find some of these things. First would be, hey, what do they show on their website? And then the next one's going to be, you know, Edgar is the electronic data gathering analysis and retrieval system, which in the U.S., uh, companies are required by law to file forms with the SEC, and it becomes a publicly available database that we could go and, and search for some of these things. And for those of you at a pre-MBA level, and you're thinking about the type of work you're going to have to do as an analyst moving forward, um, you may be the one searched with going and finding this stuff and, and chunking through the numbers. Um, at a post-MBA level, yeah, I'm going to expect you to kind of know the difference perhaps between some of these statements and be able to, to, if you're trying to compare numbers against companies, to be able to put it into apples to apples and to be able to think about some of these profit elements we're going to go through in the next few slides. So these are some of the places we're going to go to look for profit information, where we might find them. How do you calculate profit? How does a business think about profit? Oh, man, it depends. Uh, it's, it's, it's an overcomplicated world. So we're going to get a, a little bit of a handle on what that looks like, and then we're going to put it into practice and see how it might represent itself in terms of case math. Okay, now profit equation. This is formulas 101. Hopefully all of us know that profit equals revenue minus costs. Yet, there are lots of different terms for profit, and it's important to recognize that there are differences here and get a handle on what some of those differences are. So we're going to read this chart from top to bottom, and we're going to think about these different types and different representations of profit. So from the top, revenue, right? The actual dollars kind of incoming to the company by the sale of goods and services. If I take revenue and I subtract cost of goods sold, that's COGS, cost of goods sold. If I take revenue and I subtract costs, that gets me a metric called gross profit. That metric gross profit is also sometimes called gross income. And that could be one way that a company could think about their profitability. Of course, cost of goods sold is not the only type of cost that exists within that company. The next big category of costs, we could lump that, think about operating costs. These are real tangible costs still in terms of marketing, SGNA, utilities. So if I read down, if I take gross profit and I subtract out operating costs, well, that starts to get me to this land of EBIT and EBITDA. EBIT stands for earnings before interest and taxes. And then earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. So EBIT versus EBITDA, does it include or not depreciation, amortization? Depreciation and amortization are, we're going to go into those in a couple of slides, but these are non-tangible costs. These are costs that are going to be accounted for over time. We'll look at what some of those examples are. But the, the land of profit here. I mean, both gross profit and EBITDA are going to be common financial metrics that a company is going to use to measure profitability by removing different items or costs, right? Gross profit is going to commonly appear on an income statement. 
and it's the profit that a company makes after subtracting those costs associated with making the products and providing the services. Um, EBITDA is going to help measure a company's profitability. That shows earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And investors and analysts can use these in different ways. Um, they may use gross profits to have a perspective on how well a company is generating profit from their direct labor and direct materials. EBITDA is going to be more commonly used to analyze and compare profitabilities among companies and industries. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsor. LEK Consulting is a strategy management consulting firm looking to grow its consulting team. This 1,800-person firm offers the best of both worlds. It's large enough to provide the support and prestige of a larger organization, but small enough to offer a tight-knit culture. LEK offers a competitive compensation and benefits package, the option to work internationally, and tremendous learning and development opportunities. And that's just barely touching the tip of the iceberg. The firm employs a hybrid working model, giving you flexibility with your schedule. You work in the office for two days out of the week. You choose which days, and you work from home for the remainder. In addition, the firm has a vibrant office culture with weekly social events where you can unwind and build friendships with your colleagues. A beer cart on Friday afternoons, sign us up. Ready to expand your impact? Apply today for a role with LEK. The link to learn more and apply is in the show notes or go to lek.com. Now we're going to look, we're going to look at some different ways that uh, this is, we've kind of gotten to some of these numbers by sub, taking things away. We can also, we can get to EBITDA by starting with operating profit and then adding back amortization and de depreciation. And so over the next slides, we're going to, we're going to splice this in a couple of different ways. We're going to start to look at this. We're going to put it into practice because at this conceptual level, this is still really tough. EBITDA and operating profit are not the same thing. So EBIT and operating profit are the same thing. So on this line, EBIT, operating profit also could be called operating income. Those are all going to be the same. But if I add back depreciation and amortization on top of that, then that gets me to, to EBITDA. Okay, now let's, let's take this a step further, right? So we all know that revenue is price times quantity. That's, that's also in our land of 101, right? Revenue is price times quantity. Most often a business is going to sell lots of different things. So in order to come to that overall total revenue number, I'm going to have to kind of add up across the product mix. How many products did they sell across these different product types? What were the price points of each of those? And you're going to have to multiply price times volume across all the different types of things that they sell to be able to collectively get to revenue. Um, then how do we how do we move from revenue to gross profit? Well, we looked at on the last slide, that's going to be subtracting out cost of goods sold. These discrete expenditures incurred by the business, product supplies, variable distribution, linear labor, et cetera. These are cost of goods sold. These are the expenses directly related to the production of a product. And these are likely to move up. These costs are likely to move up and down with our production. 
because they're going to move up and down in high correlation with our production, that means that they're variable costs. Now, when we subtract these costs of goods sold, variable costs from revenue, that gets us back to that first gross profit number. But we know that that doesn't include gross profit to get from gross profit. And that we still can subtract out from that operating costs, marketing, SGNA, utilities. These operating costs, you know, these, these uh, companies are all going to have day-to-day operating costs to run the business that aren't directly, you know, in, in, um, in direct correlation related to how many, uh, how, to, to actually producing the good or service, and they don't vary um, in, a, in, a, in a linear fashion with production. It's going to include rent, advertising, marketing, salaries of management and staff. Um, and, and there's a lot more complexity and depth. This is not an accounting class like that. You can think about cost of goods sold in terms of variable costs directly associated with the production of a service or good. We can think about operating costs as more of these fixed costs, day-to-day operating costs of running a business. So when I subtract those out, I start to get to that EBIT, EBITDA land. So if, I, if there's been no mention made into the, up until this point of depreciation or amortization, then I, in removing the fixed costs, I've been removing tangible fixed costs of the day-to-day stuff in the business. And I'm left with EBIT. I'm left with operating profit. This EBIT operating profit is going to be the most likely to be referenced in case math. And uh, so, out, you know, it's it's less likely outside of an M&A case to come across EBITDA. Um, uh, I would say one of the most common mistakes in this area is like trying to over apply your knowledge. So, you know, if you, if I, if I, as the interviewer am using language in the case, like just profit, then stick with my language, just call it profit. Don't, you know, we don't start to call it gross profit or operating profit or whatever. You can ask a follow-up question to understand which one it is, but it's usually not applicable and it's usually not necessary. So don't don't overcomplicate things in this area. We're just getting a sense of the the different types of profit. Hey, Strategy Simplified. It's Japheth here. Before I let you go, I'm going to take a quick minute to read a review and thank a listener for leaving a review on Apple Podcasts to help us get the word out about Strategy Simplified. Today's review, and just so you know, you just want yourself a free consulting prep course with Management Consulted. And so uh, we'll be in touch to make sure you get that. But listen, here's what Ty Die Crocs, great username, by the way, had to say. If you're planning on applying to an MBB or are interested in a career in management consulting, you have to check out Strategy Simplified. Growing your case interview muscle takes continuous practice and repetition and the mock interview style episodes led by ex-MBB consultants are a great way to observe how those interviews will play out in an actual interview setting. I pick up tons of pointers related to market sizing problems and challenging mental math problems, and I feel more confident about my upcoming MBB interviews every time I tune in. 
Amazing. Tidak Rocks, thank you so much for leaving this review. Again, we'll be in touch to make sure you get that free uh, consulting prep course. Uh, and folks, if you're listening, you can do this yourself. So we'd love to, to get your review. Just go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review and then shoot us an email, podcast at managementconsulted.com to be entered to win a free course. We have courses on case interviews, resumes, cover letters, uh, networking, you name it, we've got a course for that. So we'd love to help you get the word out about Strategy Simplified. It elevates us in the rankings uh, on iTunes and helps more people find the show. So thanks again for tuning in and uh, that that's going to do it for me today. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Strategy Simplified. Register for the Case Formulas Intensive for a deep dive into the four formula categories you need to know for case interviews, profit, market, operations, and M&A. The link to join is in the show notes. We look forward to seeing you there.